0: It's been another week, and uh, here we are, Porter County Buzz. The uh, the the interesting thing about the show this week is Andy is actually with us today. He's not on vacation. Oh, well, wait a second. He might be in the Bahamas right now because when he <laughs> called earlier, he, his call dropped th- like three times. So uh, well, hopefully the uh, uh, intercontinental connection will hold.
1: Well, I'm assuming that the Bahamas is too hot for me, so especially this time of year. You you could be inside. You
0: could be sitting at the pool right now. Ooh, I like that. I wish I was an umbrella drink.
1: It is Fourth of July weekend. (laughs) Absolutely, and uh,
0: but uh, yeah, so it's kind of a so we get a good show here, and then. Uh, this, again, WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host on the other side is Andy Bozak. And uh, mm-hmm. we've we've got an awesome guest today, uh, Stretch Miller from the Memorial Opera House in downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and uh, you may not recognize his voice, but I'll tell you, when you see him and you've been to the opera house, you definitely know. You look up and you you definitely know who he is. He's what, about six foot eight.
2: Somewhere in there. Looks <laughs> <Yeah>. so.
1: <laughs> oh, that's where the name Stretch came from. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you just figured that out now? <laughs> no, I was teasing. I was teasing.
0: <laughs> but uh, the show also uh, is sponsored by the Independent Order of Onfellows, Fellows, Chequit Lodge number 56 in downtown Valparaiso as well. So we appreciate them. And um, yeah. So. Without further ado, let's, uh, stretch. Now you, you work at the opera house, but before we got on air, you were talking about working with some bands. Uh,
2: Yeah. Uh, I've always worked in music in one way or another, Uh, a lot of local bands. I ran sound and lighting for pretty much my whole life. And then, uh, got hooked up with a lighting company and kind of ran around and, uh, did big shows all over the place. Um, what was the biggest uh band that you worked with or the oh i don't know um <laughs> there's been a lot like a lot of 80s hair bands and stuff like that at some point or another i probably worked oh. with most of them so cinderella
0: uh yes uh, night oh.
2: ranger um, night i saw them i know I seen. Your, yeah. okay
0: <laughs> they were pretty they're like 70 you, you know what the craziest thing about the night ranger uh, group is well like others oh, from the 80s they sing about picking up women and you know mm-hmm. all that stuff, and then all of a sudden you hear them years later. They're in their seventies. Yeah, they're way overweight and they're still singing the same, song. still singing the same songs. <laughs> but still... Now, do
1: they have the same roadies, or do the roadies get younger? <laughs> the roadies get younger.
0: <laughs> There's no room for a roadie with a cane or a walker or. A,
2: yeah. yeah. That stuff weighs a lot. <laughs>
0: but uh, but yeah no that that's cool stuff i know um and many years ago too we had a lot of bands that came into valparaiso university did you help uh
2: melissa etheridge was here uh, bob dylan was here i didn't work with any of those the only one that i remember oh, what were their names there was a there was a band that had a cd release party at Valparaiso university sometime back and uh and hit it big right after that. That, They had a song called Hey Delilah. I can't remember what the name of the band was.
1: Oh, Oh, I know what you're talking about.
2: Plain White Tees. There you go. Really?
1: They were at Belpa.
2: Yeah, they had had their CD release party up in there, and uh, I ran lighting for it.
1: And so uh, it must have been a while, a while ago, if it was a CD release party. Yeah,
2: exactly. exactly.
0: What, what what's a CD, Andy?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ask my kids; they don't know. They call it a PlayStation disc. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, well, I'm old enough to have a car that came with an a track so you know that that's uh, you don't even know what an a track is.
2: So, and then I've just done some orchestra work and stuff like that over at VU uh, from time oh, okay. to time too. Chinese orchestra, I've gone in and, and ran some of their, uh, their shows that
1: they've had. Wow! Now so you're a sound and lighting guy is your background. That's that's what you're doing with all these different bands and stuff?
2: Yeah, when I was working with, with live music, yeah. I was awesome. running run lighting or sound. And, and,
0: okay, and now you're you're actually expanded. You do a heck of a lot more now. In regards, you got sound, you got lighting. And then you've got stage and, or what do you call it, uh, set design, build
2: design? Yeah, there's a lot involved in theater, that's for sure. Um, It keeps you busy, uh, which I like. It's very challenging. Um, I always say I can sleep halfway through running a band, but (laughs) there's no way you can do that with a musical um, when you have sometimes 30 actors running on and off stage and you have to get their mics turned on and off. and you know projections and all that fun stuff so yeah there's there's
1: Oh, I didn't think about that turning them off so they're not making noise behind stage and everything oh, most definitely, yeah.
2: yeah or if someone runs to the bathroom or <laughs> <laughs> what? you know have, I mean,
0: have you ever uh a, you know like forget uh, to, to turn one off and all of a sudden yeah you know, there's there's
2: <laughs> there's been a maybe a S-word come flying through (laughs) every once in a while when they run off stage (laughs) and they forgot a line or something and they get them turned off quick enough. (laughs) It's not very often
0: but that's that's kind of the the cool mystique fun of live theater you know I mean mistakes are going to happen there's absolutely no doubt about it oh yeah and 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 a lot
2: of times no one even knows except (laughs) for us we're the ones that are freaking out about it the audience has no clue what's going on because it's the first time they've seen it
1: I, I, I'm a so manager. what is the situation? Yeah, what, how many microphones are you dealing with at the Memorial Opera House? How many different sliders do you have to keep track of? Yeah.
2: So our 84. soundboard has forty-eight. Um, wow! I think the most that I've ran is thirty-two actor microphones and then a sixteen-piece orchestra. Oh goodness! <laughs>
1: um, so with a
0: sixteen-piece orchestra, every member of the orchestra has their own mic.
2: Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we had a, a really nice set up um, setup over there where the uh, orchestra members all had little TV screens on their monitors so they could see or on their uh, music stand so they could see the conductor. Oh! Sometimes if it was a really big orchestra we may have to split them into several rooms so they would have a camera feed so that they could see what was going on uh, of the conductor conducting so that they could wow. stay on time. and. Then they can all hear each other obviously through head headsets they're all listening you know and and yet
0: because they're mic their sound comes through to where you need it to come through
2: yeah, yeah yeah
0: okay that's crazy
2: and then everybody's got their own headsets with their own mix inside there and they're <laughs> they're hearing whatever they wow. want to pretty much wow so yeah
0: there's a lot uh, how did you learn to do all that stuff
2: <sighs> pretty much self-taught and and taught just by you know running around with all these bands and stuff like that um, I went to some school just for mostly like electronics and stuff like that I never really went to learn sound or lighting or anything like that just worked with some really good people that taught me some really good stuff when yeah. I was younger and just I, I like to learn so I'm, I'm constantly you know trying to stay up to date on all mm-hmm. the new stuff and, and, and we teach stuff at the at the theater, too. We teach young folks, and we want to teach them on stuff that is being used, you know, if they go out somewhere else into another theater. Um, there's some stuff that's just standard, you know, that, mm-hmm. that kind of crosses over between all the theaters. So, um,
0: so, you're a teacher, you're a sound, light, you build sets. Is there anything you don't do? Um, <laughs> do you direct any plays at all
2: no i don't um, do you have an
0: inkling to direct any
1: plays
2: I do, not uh, Yeah, not yet he hasn't
1: <laughs> uh,
0: he's no. waiting for andy to be in a play
2: uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i
2: don't really have any any desire to direct and they did drag me on stage one time for a show and i didn't like that at all either um, what
0: was you, like a, as a position uh,
2: yeah i was a, i was an actor um Uh, towards the end of the show most of the show took place inside of a uh, inside of this apartment and it was all in this guy's head um, and he kind of explained this album that he liked that was a musical and the power goes out in this particular moment of the show and um, so all the lights go out on the stage and He's kind of just stand there by himself and you'd hear me say oh crap from back there by the board and yeah i'd kind of go through the house <laughs> jingling my keys go on stage and knock on the door and i came on stage as the maintenance man oh. <laughs> i had like two lines i went reset his breaker had a couple more lines and then left but i, I hated it <laughs>
1: Well you did it so that's what counts (laughs) and I'm I'm sure you got a
2: roarous applause at the end. Yeah you know uh, being there as long as I have and uh, it seems like at that time we were teaching some high school kids or something and there were a bunch of high schoolers in the audience one night and when I came out on stage they all screamed my name (laughs) I I, I don't know how I kept it you know together and just start laughing and walk off.
0: (laughs) Because you're an
2: actor, and, and you're a professional. Uh, no, I hate that. <laughs> I'm much happier behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, that is so funny. That's cool, though. I mean, it, it, that's the human approach to it all. It, it's They needed you, you answered the call, and you... Uh, don't ever do this again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't don't ask me for that. I'll, I'll do just about anything. I'll try to make anything happen, but.
0: Oh, is that funny? Yeah. And then uh, the, now the show, there's rehearsal now. <coughs> Excuse me. Is um, spelling bee?
2: Yeah, Putnam County spelling bee.
0: Okay. You want you want to tell us about that at all? Like what that's about or. No.
1: <laughs> okay. It's secret. you got to come see it if you want to know. All right? it's a deal. <laughs>
2: I, I have a feeling it has to do with spelling words or something. It, it does, and there's audience participation. It's, it's a really oh, funny okay. show. Uh, we did it maybe five years ago or so Mm -hmm. Um, it it is really funny and it's uh, all the kids are played by adults oh okay so so that makes it even funnier
1: (laughs) so now when you yeah I saw some pictures on Facebook I saw those adults just as kids with the tall microphones it sounds like it would be pretty entertaining
2: yeah it is it's really funny and you get the audience involved in it too and uh, uh that always helps. So now, awesome.
0: who do you pick in the
2: audience? Are there certain people? You're random. Random, yeah. Just like in nonsense that we just finished up. Uh, that
0: was awesome. That was
2: awesome. <laughs> it was a hilarious show. <laughs> um, yeah, that was all just random folks that they just grab, you know. Okay. And, yeah. Spelling yeah. bee will be the same way. Just random people in the audience.
0: And when when does it start?
2: <laughs> it opens June twenty fourth, and it runs for three weekends. First, okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. June twenty fourth. So it already started. July twenty fourth. Oh, yeah, sorry, I wrote. Down. Oh, I was like, I are you down. supposed to be at work tonight? What are you doing here? I wrote down the
1: wrong month. <laughs>
0: I me I'm like going dang I missed it How did I do that Yeah,
1: I was fran- <laughs> you, Greg, you're going to get in trouble
2: <laughs> I was frantically writing down notes Before I left the theater today I was oh. actually building the set today And uh, oh. as things were getting closer To coming and, down I was making notes real fast And, and
0: I'll tell you they are typed in uh, Triplicate because uh, you know he, he gave me a copy He was going to give you a copy Andy And he must have uh, five or six sheets Of single space oh cool helvetica style wording
1: (laughs) helvetica helvetica no idea what he just said. yeah i don't either he's a teacher (laughs) oh my god so stretch i have a question you're talking about you were building sets today Uh how do you guys do that like how do you picture what you're going to do and how do you create that to make it look 3d when i mean obviously a lot of it is 3d but it's also two-dimensional because it's close you know you can't go with that, that it's really cool how you guys do it I just I don't understand how you get the eye to do that
2: thankfully I don't have to figure that part out <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: we usually hire in a set designer so somebody will, will be contracted to come in and figure out what that set should look like and you know be multifunctional and all that fun stuff for you for, you know everything that's happening throughout the show um, and then we get basically sketches or blueprints, and then we build it to whatever, whatever they have designed.
0: So that's a so somebody's job is to go around to various venues that have plays and tell them what looks at their their setup yeah. and said this is what you want here and there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's crazy. Yeah, well, set set designers. Hey, I didn't
1: realize interested. that was a yeah. yeah, that's cool. I mean, I figured you know, they existed, but I thought it was in house. I mean, I just yeah, that's yeah, no, cool. those
2: are usually contracted out, at, at, and the same with lighting. Um, we usually contract out the lighting designer, and their job is basically the same thing. They gotta figure out what the stage should look like as far as lights go um, for each scene or you know each moment in the show. Um, so that's hired out as well. I have done that two or three times. Um, and hate, hated myself oh, really? when I was just just because it added so much extra work oh. to my to my already full plate. Um, and I'm one that I'm never happy, so I keep messing with it and messing with it and messing with it until I can't anymore. Um, so uh, so now
0: with the lighting, do they come in when you're starting a rehearsal, or are they right in the beginning?
2: Yeah, they're they're there right from. We usually have a production meeting before. It's even cast, mm-hmm. and that includes all the production staff. So that would be your set designer, your lighting designer, and myself, and whoever else is involved. Um, and yeah, we we'll just kind of talk about what the director's vision is for the show. And um, sometimes, set designer already has an idea of. of what they're looking at as far as the set goes and stuff like that so um there's a lot of production meetings right from the beginning Mm -hmm. just so everybody can kind of stay on the same page and you know lots of sketches Mm -hmm. and pictures and all kind of stuff of you know what everybody's thinking about anyway so
1: So with the lighting designed are they um just repositioning the current lights that you have are they suggesting we we rent lights how does that work
2: pretty much using everything that we have in house um okay as time has gone by in the last 11 years and through Mm -hmm. you know generous grants from different uh different folks we've been Mm -hmm. able to kind of keep up on some of the more current stage lighting and stuff like that with moving light fixtures and led and stuff um and, and then mixing in with conventional uh lighting that we already had um um, so, yes and no. So they're, okay. they're not yeah. bring, they're not bringing anything anything in uh, necessarily, but um, just uh, maybe taking stuff down and adding different things. Um, you know, depending on what they need, what the show calls for.
1: So now, when you're doing the lights for a show. Is it computer programmed, you hit play, and then it just goes? Or are you actually triggering each individual light? Are you triggering sequences of lights? How is that working?
2: Yeah, so the, the, the lighting program, basically, they go through whether it's each scene or, you know, each look that they want, and they can program mm-hmm. that look and say that's Q1, and then... They change the lighting to a different look, and that's Q2. So Ah. sometimes there could be 100 cues. I've seen cues as many as 300, 350 in a show. Wow. How how big the show is, and you know what all is going on. Um, And then somebody at that point, when the show is actually running, just has to sit there and watch their script and hit either a space bar or something like that to advance okay. from q to q to q um so it's a lot of pre-programming and then actually running the show for that you know particular department isn't too bad because you're just watching and watching your script and and hitting a space bar when you need to
1: hmm.
2: same thing with projection and sound effects hmm. pretty much runs the same way um, it's all
1: now, when you talk about projection, are you talking about showing a movie, or are you talking about projecting uh, things onto the stage to a- enhance? I'm, I'm sorry if, if I explain that oh, weirdly.
2: Um, so, for for us, um, some shows, you know, they they change location in the show so much that having a physical set built on stage really doesn't do you much good because it's changing you know from different places so having a big projection screen across the back of the stage and projecting scenery on that you can switch from new york to paris to Mm -hmm. california in, in a second you know um so and then you can get movement and and stuff like that um those um projections are usually rented um either through the company that Uh, we lease our you know rights from and stuff like that they work with a company we have a a guy in um, Mm -hmm. Rosemont I want to say that designs uh, a lot of the shows he's got a big catalog of a lot of the shows already you just rent them from Mm -hmm. him Um, when we can we use we've used local people Mm -hmm. um, students and stuff like that that have come up with some stuff for us and and we the
1: reason I uh, ask. yeah, it's because projection and uh, projection mapping is becoming a big thing in the Christmas light world where they're uh, oh, projection mapping their house. And yeah. I, that's why I was wondering if you guys were doing it. because i got a lot to learn there. <laughs> yeah,
2: so it, it gets real tricky with mapping and lighting. Um, there, you really have to work really, really well with a really good lighting designer if you're going okay. to project stuff actually on the stage. Um like they do um, like on a white wall or, or something like that and, and change it to all different kind of things. Um, what you're talking about, though, is amazing. Um, if, if you go on YouTube and, and look up some videos, there's mm-hmm. like on huge castles and stuff that they've done um, like in England, some just crazy projection mapping. Oh, I got to see that. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have the capability of doing it um, with with a couple of the softwares we have. Um, it's just a matter of you know finding that right time to, to mm. get it into a show the right way
0: well and see if you want some practice during christmas time i'm sure andy would love to. it
1: <laughs> is, is that what you were getting at? Yes. you want me to come and and map your house <laughs> Uh, I I mean I don't want you to do anything you're welcome to but I was not I was asking because I wanted to learn it I mean it's so much easier uh, you know YouTube makes life so much easier because you can learn so easy there but also watching somebody do it having them watch you and you make a mistake is is a lot easier so that's what I was asking (laughs) yeah
2: and actually you know before I got involved in in the theater um, I had my own lighting company for several years ran around and and, uh, worked with mostly local bands and stuff like that but um the wife and i at one point had a discussion about buying stuff to do that and projection map it was just starting out um uh, buying a couple systems and renting them out at christmas time you know to people oh, wow. um, and doing it but um things changed and, i ended up in a theater so
1: <laughs> well if, you ever hey, have, if things change again yeah go ahead
0: say it i was I, gonna say it say, if you ever have an inkling uh, andy would love to have you uh <laughs> test out uh, these stuff on his house
1: yeah.
0: he, he does a, uh, a a very neat and uh, extensive christmas display awesome. and they raise money for the caring place oh great so yeah, yeah. It, and it's just about the only shows that his lights don't get mentioned are the ones that he's not on, and uh, when
1: it comes <laughs> to people, Some, sometimes Greg, you still mention them. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's yeah, that's what it is. <coughs> but uh, boy, you've had oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, so so you're sitting there in high school, you're doodling, listening to math lecture, and you're wondering what am I going to do with the rest of your life? Is this what you had envisioned?
2: Uh, I mean, when I first started out and working and stuff, I was working in factories. I was really good at like CNC machinery and stuff like that. I I worked on CNC lathes. (laughs) I thought I was going to kind of go in that direction. Um, My uncle was in a band and I was probably 10 or 11. He would drag me to practice with them all the time and stuff.
0: And I'm sure you were kicking and
2: screaming the whole way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I would always be just sitting there, you know, bored. But these guys, it was back in the, you know, early 80s or late 70s, and these guys would have a sound guy and a lighting guy down there in the basement and be running a whole dang show, you know, while these guys were practicing. And I was just sitting there bored, and I would usually be sitting and watching what these guys back, you know, the sound guy and the lighting guy were doing, you know, and just kind of found an interest in it. I um, got a little bit older and a, a friend of mine owned a DJing company and I worked with him for a few years and then from there I just uh, kind of jumped into the whole music thing wow. with bands and all that stuff. So Now, you don't play a musical instrument, do you? I don't, no, um, I tried playing uh, guitar and bass when I was younger and never could figure it out. Oh. I, I, played <laughs> I, I played trumpet in elementary school and junior oh. high. And then I got away from that, but
0: well, Andy plays the bassoon, so you know that's uh, a yeah.
2: I have no musical talent. I wish I did. <laughs> I can't dance or sing or do anything cool. Yep, see, that's where I'm at too. That's why I'm behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> but I did you do DJ for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did DJing for a while too. So I, I see where you're coming from. I like it. I like it. <laughs> hey,
0: hey, you know, real quick, uh, because we're talking about music, gonna, I, I was in Atlantic, Atlanta. Uh, Week and a half ago, whatever it was, and uh, we were talking about the first concerts we've ever been to, and the last one to go was this, this woman who uh, she was very embarrassed. We're like, "What is so embarrassing?" She goes, "My first concert was Millie Vanilli." <laughs> 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 like,
1: well, the sound guy did really well that show. Yeah, right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, he was on it.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I never, you'd never even think of someone saying Millie Vanilli as their first concert ever, or even a concert in general. Right. <laughs> but yeah, That's since we're talking one. about sound, I guess that, yeah, that that fit in perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> never done that.
0: Okay. <laughs> never, uh, like an Well, it's not an earband. Well, what would you call that? Would it be like an earband? Um, uh,
2: yeah, lip syncing. Lip syncing. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, do you ever go to some concerts or other venues and you go, man, they're doing this wrong or oh, that it's, light should be over there?
2: Yeah. My wife hates going places with me. <laughs> oh. Um, it, it's mostly when we go, like, to a nightclub or something like that.
1: Your call has been forwarded to. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. That's we okay. lost Andy. <laughs> oh, gotcha.
0: I'm sure he'll call back. But you are you're saying your wife. uh Hey, he's back.
1: I hit the wrong button. Sorry. (laughs)
2: Uh, no, the, the wife always uh, gives me a hard time when we go to, like to a nightclub or something like that. Cause, and I I totally understand why bands do it. They just don't get paid what they used to anymore, and they can't hire in a sound guy or you know a, a lighting guy or anything like that anymore. Really, so usually they have this tiny little soundboard set up on the side of the stage, mm-hmm. and they kind of set it and forget it. Oh, and, okay. Sometimes it's good, and usually it's really bad. <laughs> wow!
0: So <like> the lights <laughs> so, will blink at the wrong time. Well, or? yeah,
2: the, the lights I, don't even bother me that much as as it is the sound, um, because that you know they just they kind of just set it, and they can't really tell because they're on stage. Oh okay. You know, so they're not really hearing what we're hearing out in the audience so that'll drive me nuts sometimes
1: and what are you trying to perfect when you do that are you trying to get the the vocals to be louder than the guitar what are you listening for as a professional
2: well for me i'm Mm -hmm. i try to get everything as even as i can and the vocals just slightly over everything else um but, but as as clear as you can too um you know, um, if it's all just kind of screaming together, it doesn't doesn't do any good. Um, okay,
0: but, so now here's a question for you. You know, a lot of the the bands now have those earpieces.
2: Mm-hmm. What are they listening to themselves? So instead of having speakers on the floor that are facing back at them, uh-huh. monitors. Yeah, um, they have ear pieces they're called in ears and um, they're hearing what like what we're hearing right now through our headphones but they're hearing them in those little ear pieces
0: so they can't really hear
2: other stuff going on they likely can't hear the audience unless there's a microphone set up somewhere in the audience oh okay and and then it's you know put into their ears and then they hear it that way um, we did it with Nonsense, actually. Really? Um, if I, I, if you notice there were no speakers or anything on the front of the stage. Right. Um, that's because they all had in-ears. They, they had those habits. Yeah. And they were really heavy material, and they were like three layers thick. Okay. And they couldn't hear the music.
1: Oh. And
2: I had to have the music up so loud that it was... Too loud. It was too loud. Yeah, coming into the audience. So we figured out a way around it, and we put them all in in ears, wow. and everything they were hearing was right there in their ears the whole time. So,
0: now, do you will you find yourself using those more often then?
2: In certain situations, mm-hmm. um, they were a little difficult uh, with frequencies. Um, start getting the frequencies overlapping each other between the microphones the wireless microphones they're wearing and then the headsets they're wearing and if there's any other wireless equipment on stage Um, so the particular units that we have we kind of got a little cheaper and um, so we just gotta be careful when and how we use them Mm -hmm. on real small shows we can get away with it but on something where I'm using Fifteen twenty mics, I wouldn't even want to play with it.
0: (laughs) So now, in nuns, I didn't even see any microphones. Were were they like under their like Uh, clothing?
2: No, um, for for all of them, they were in their hair, and they came they came down right here in the middle of their forehead. Wow. Um, Okay. Most most of the time, for women, if they have a halfway strong voice, that's where I put it. It's right in the middle of their forehead. a lot of the guys, and some of the women, too, will have short ear mics. Oh, okay. They'll either come down along the jaw, or I have some really short ones that are only about an inch long right, uh-huh. off, right off the ear. So, And they're really powerful. They pick up everything around them, too. Oh, okay.
0: Wow. So
2: if somebody's mic was to go out, as long as they kind of get close to somebody else, I, I can pick them up. Oh, okay. And, um, yeah, so... Um, that's good. You
1: have memory. to worry about the vo- the volume of the headsets too. Now you're talking about controlling all these microphones. You're controlling the lights. Are you also having to worry about the volume of each individual headset?
2: Yeah, and, and that's done prior to the show start. Okay. So there's okay. like a, s- a sound check usually, you know, before the show starts, and they warm up with a couple of songs, and then they let me know. Me hey, me hey, me me yeah, me me. Hey, this one sounds <laughs> weird, or you know, a little more or less of this, and then we get them set. And then those, okay. are, those are set then for the for the rest of the night. I uh, usually don't have to mess with anything with that unless I get a frantic text, you know, that they can't hear something <laughs> or, you know. Because
0: um, if you would need to communicate, then they're on stage and you're in the back of the house, right?
2: Yeah, and it's not like a band. Like if somebody's microphone goes out on, on stage while a band's playing, the stage guy runs up there and <laughs> right? switches yeah. the mic out real quick yeah. and runs back off stage, you know, and there's yeah. no, no big deal. In theater, you can't do that. Um, they're stuck up there until they come off stage, and then wow. once they get off stage, then then we can rip into it and either yeah, switch figure. it out or figure out what the problem is. You know?
1: Wow. So, how big is your team? You said we, so I assume there's more than just you dealing with this, right? Is there a few people? Or? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, there's a stage manager for all the shows. Um, Vicky Zimmerman is our, our house one. She's also the production manager there. Um, cool, and then um, I have um, a couple of younger folks that work with with me or for me um, that came to my. Uh, I did a theater class um, for tech oh, three or four years ago. I want to say now, and um, they came to it. They really enjoyed it and kept coming back and wanting to learn more and more and more. And now. One of the young ladies that I have that runs most of my recorded music and sound effects for me, she just turned twelve. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Wait, what did you say? Twelve? She, she just
2: turned twelve,
1: yes. That's awesome.
2: She's ran Holy cow. She's ran my last three main stage shows. Wow. She's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. Do you think this is somebody that, you know, we're gonna see on T V someday or back at uh, like a you know, big movie thing it, it, it She's
1: gonna be on Broadway. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, she's she's really enjoying what she's doing. Um, her mom was very supportive of her doing it. Um, it was really cool. Um, I, I've got a a, a a young gentleman too, Jake. That he started in our limelight's program. I think when he was eleven showed a huge interest in lighting and just learned and learned and learned and learned and same same situation he's been running lights for us for several years now he's like wow he's like 16
1: wow
0: that's cool so, yeah. that's really cool
2: um, that's the the cool thing about that is not only can we teach him, but we can get him involved and let him run some of them shows and see what it's like right and, you know
0: really inspire them and and you you may really you may have really turned these kids on to a a career you know
2: well and that's kind of the cool thing too is like the uh, young lady that runs my music her mom said that you know she (laughs) uh, the young lady was having a hard time figuring out where to fit in you know and um Mm. did a lot of sitting in her room and you know uh until she kind of came down and kind of got forced into the class by mom because her sister wanted to come to okay. it too and um, then fell in love with it and now wow. she's like beating down my door for yeah. every show you know <laughs> and that's great yeah. you know if, if just me showing her some stuff you know kind of helped her figure out her where she wants to be you right. know um, she makes a lot of friends and you yeah. know in theater and stuff like that it's a big family so
0: See, and and this—that's the huge part that people don't realize. You know, it's not just a place for people to sit in a seat and and watch a production of something. It's there's so many other things going on that make it all work. It's a—it's a massive team effort. And here's just another example. You know, uh, so what if there's some other people out there who cares how old they are? That uh, hey, they want to get involved. How how can they get involved with the various facets of? Uh, of the theater
2: we can always use volunteers and um that's for set builds or just just about anything that we do there um even ushers and, and everything mm-hmm. um i believe if you go on to uh, memorial there's a there's a tab that you can click okay. on for volunteers um sign up you know a little little form kind of tells you tells us what you're interested in doing and then then we get back to you okay. um, and kind of go from there
1: and this yeah, is, I'll let you know if it works. I'm signing Greg up right now. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> and uh, I'm I, almost finished with this set, so.
0: <laughs> that's the perfect time to get involved.
2: Perfect time, right? Hey, I'm
0: here to help. <laughs> oh my gosh! And yeah, the the last time I was there, Andy, they were uh, it was after Nonsense, and they started tearing things uh-huh. down. So that was kind
2: of fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I've never seen the teardown. That would be cool too. Yeah, I mean, you see YouTube videos of people creating sets, so I've kind of got that understanding. But I've never seen how they take it all down and what they do with it all when you're done.
2: Well, I mean, for us, and especially this year, because all of our shows, I think, are going to have physical sets this year. So we try to repurpose as much as we can. Ah. Um, walls, walls are built in sections, four by eight sections that can come apart easily. Um, and they're all faced with uh, like a thin utility plywood Luon mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. basically and it's uh, one by four mm-hmm. um, material that that the framing is made out of. So um, we we kind of put together big puzzle pieces almost oh. so we try to keep as many of those around as we can. and then the same thing with like deck sections, which would be like, mm-hmm rising stage risers or whatever four by eight sections Mm -hmm. built pre-built already with uh you know three quarter inch plywood on top of them so then all we have to do is figure out a leg size depending on how tall they need them Mm -hmm. and you know so we have some of those that that we pre-build and we try to keep in stock um so that way when we have to go in and build a wall we you know it makes things a lot lot quicker. You put
1: it together like Legos.
2: That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Basically, yeah. It's like putting together a big, big puzzle. I uh, Lego yeah,
1: Master puzzle. has
2: nothing on stretch. This, <laughs> this particular one um, that I just put together was all put together pretty much that, that exact way. So what is a set
0: for a spelling bee?
2: Um, it's the gym, a gymnasium. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a gymnasium with a small stage um, in the back of the, of the gym area, and there's a set of... Big set of bleachers. Okay. Um, and, a, and a couple doors and a table. That's and, it. Yeah. There's not a whole lot to it. Yeah.
1: So, are you using spotlights on these people? Like, can you control? Is there like a joystick that you control the spotlight and then follow them as they're walking, or how does that that work? So,
2: no. Th- that's a separate position. Um, uh, oh. Usually volunteers. Uh, they're up there in the in the balcony area. Um, there's two spotlight uh, areas up there. Oh, it's a manual move. Um, It is a manual. Oh, okay, okay. So, but I was talking about, you know, the tracking stuff. I I was just at a conference in um, Louisville uh, last week before last, and that's some new technology that they've come out with. Hmm. So we have these moving lights already, um, and you can program them to sweep around the stage and stuff like that and look really cool with this software. You have a camera that's pointing down on your stage from above and you have that on your video screen that you're looking at and then you have Mm -hmm. a mouse and you hit the T button to track and it turns all your lights on and wherever you move that mouse those lights will follow so you could put that Mouse on a person that's on stage because you're looking at the camera view and follow that person around wherever they went. Um, wow, it was really, really cool software. Um,
1: and, like, and you say a mouse, you mean a computer mouse, right? Correct, right. <laughs> 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 <I do. laughs> but yes, yeah, I figured some, I just want to clarify
2: some really cool uh technology um, that I hadn't seen. I, I know that they had. Um, like some wireless things um, that people could wear um, and connected to your spotlight, and the spotlight would follow them around oh, wirelessly. But wow. I, I don't think they ever perfected that uh-huh. technology very well and never w- really w- worked too well. But this, this stuff looked really cool. It was very expensive. I was gonna
0: say, what what is the price tag on something like that? Ten thousand dollars. Oh, I'm thinking more than that. That didn't. I mean, yeah, it's, for for a theater like ours, that's probably that's a lot of money. That's but, a nice truck. But maybe maybe there's a uh, a person listening that would love to donate that system and uh, sure. You know,
2: we would uh, gladly take it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and teach others about it.
0: There you go. Mm. And Andy Bozek might be able to borrow it once in a while after he, you know, the benefactor, Andy Bozek. Not the Bozek uh, Motors, the, the, the Andy Bozek. Uh, uh, a transportation specialist.
1: I will I will not be b- <laughs> borrowing <laughs> government goods. Don't worry, people.
0: <laughs> well, you can buy it and let the government borrow it. Oh, uh, you borrow. want me to do the other
1: way. Okay, yeah, that is, that's that's oh. more doable.
0: See? You know, that's more making, doable. We're not violating any laws or anything.
1: Well, and that's what you – once you get into these lighting and these te- all this technology and stuff that's coming out um, – you know, you really can spend a lot of money. And, and as we're talking, there's different ways to do all this stuff. And I know Stretch is way more on top of it than I am, but uh, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it really is.
2: You do have to stay on top of it. It's constantly changing, and like this software here that we're talking about, that the tracking stuff is pretty new, at least new to me. Um, and there's always something like that that's mm-hmm. coming out, or some new light fixture that does something, or some new audio Piece of you know whatever. There's there's always something. Yeah, yeah. I can
1: imagine. Um, Thomas Edison would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> so how many speakers do you have in that theater? Do you know? I mean, is it a lot or is it only a few? Or
2: uh, there's the the main array that's hanging in the theater. There's two subs uh, subwoofers that are one on each side that are at the very top, and then there are three. Boxes that hang from each side of those um, Uh that that have your mid-range and your high-end speakers on.
1: Okay, so So that that, all the sound we're hearing from up there. Yes. So oh no! I never knew that.
2: Yeah, there's there's eight, awesome. eight total. Uh, when I do a concert, um, sometimes I'll throw an extra set of subs uh, oh, okay. subwoofers on the floor, like right oh. in front of the stage, just mm-hmm. to like yeah, you want oh, oh, to feel it. You want to feel it. something everybody a little bit more. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so we do have some overflow equipment that I'll add for concerts here and there um, as far as audio goes. Um, But when I first started there, like the monitor system was kind of a homemade monitor system with racks and racks of amplifiers and all kind of stuff. And as time went on, we got rid of all that and went to nice, manageable monitors that you can carry one in each hand. Oh. Am- amps are built into them um, okay so you don't have to have racks and racks of, of equipment um so you have uh, the whole theater is all jbl every, everything every single speaker in that place is jbl those are good speakers too.
0: No, yeah. do you ever have a band that comes in and says we want it louder and you go no
2: the loudest band i've had in there is local h and they were extremely, extremely loud, and they didn't ask me to put it any louder. So,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: how does that work? Okay, so they're up on a stage and they're they're running through their instruments, and they say, "Turn it up, turn it up." Or, do you kind of put it at a certain level? Uh, yeah, first? I
2: mean, with them, <laughs> we were getting ready to do sound check, and the guitar player started playing, and when okay. he started playing, my hair blew back. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now, uh,
0: wasn't there a commercial?
1: Uh, it's a Magnavox commercial, is it? Yeah. <laughs> that
2: was a great commercial. I used to have that poster actually in my room. It is a cool commercial. <laughs> so, I mean, not, not literally, but. Yeah. Here I'm picturing but you know Stretch's hair going when he <laughs> was extremely loud and uh, the drummer asked me if I was ready for sound check and I said yeah can can I ask you a quick question And he said yeah sure I said is that how loud he's going to be for the show and he said yeah pretty much and I said okay hang on a minute
1: and to turn
2: <laughs> everything up really you know uh, really jack everything up to kind of So then I'm mixing around him. Gotcha. You know, and trying to keep vocals out over his guitar. Yeah. Keep drums and stuff, you know, even with him because he's so loud.
0: Now, what is the point of being so loud? (laughs) oh it's rock and roll baby what the heck it's america bro yeah yeah but sometimes it gets so loud it it just i know
2: so for me if i go home and my ears are ringing it's been too loud you know i i don't want anybody going home and their ears ringing
0: but but why does this guy uh, in particular say i want it this loud
2: that's his sound okay yeah so and and he, he can't achieve that sound without turning it up until 11.
0: Uh, <laughs> until yeah. 11. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I thought, maybe I'm missing something. I don't know.
2: but
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Greg, you yeah. used to be younger. So, I mean, back then you probably thought it was great.
2: Hey, we were all younger yesterday and a day before and a day before. Yeah. If it's too loud, you're too old, right? I'd go to concerts <laughs> when I was young and my ears would ring for two days. Yeah. Know, I, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want that. No, no. no I, I like I it agree. loud. Don't get me wrong. You know, for, especially for a concert, i want to feel it and stuff like that. But I don't want to go home and my ears are ringing. No, no. and I don't think I've. Then ever, you can't talk. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that. Uh, even with local H, I was probably really close with local H, but I, I don't think my ears were ringing when it was over. Now I've never heard of them. Are they still around? Yeah, um, they. I want to say they originated right around Joliet. It's a two-piece band. Oh. The the guitar player plays some weird setup where his guitar sounds like a guitar and a bass at the same time. Wow. And then there's a drummer. Yeah. Um, and they had two or three hits throughout the 80s or oh. something like that. And we used to do a, a benefit um, at the theater to raise money for the theater um, that my wife and I started called <laughs> Rock the House. And the first year we did it, we just brought in like 17 local acts from noon. Just, just 17. Noon to yeah. midnight. And they all <laughs> oh volunteered God. their time. And wow. we gave them all a certain amount of time uh-huh. on stage. And we worked through 17 acts from wow. from noon to midnight. Um, and then we did it the following year and it got a little bigger. And the next year a little bigger. And... It got to the point to where, you know, a couple blocks of Indiana was blocked off. Wow. A block or two of Franklin Street was blocked off, and food trucks and a car show, and we didn't have enough staff to deal with.
0: Wow!
2: <laughs> I had... I had two stages going on at one point in time, one yeah. outside, one inside, with axe on both. I'm running back and forth between stages.
1: Are you kidding? That's awesome. Oh yeah. Put a lot of work. It but, was yeah.
2: great, but it was an extreme amount of work for us. Um, so we decided to quit killing ourselves with that one and just kind of put it to bed. So yeah. how many years
0: ago was that?
2: Oh five probably I okay. wanna say was the last one, maybe uh, five years ago. <laughs> Yeah, wow. it was a lot of fun, don't get me wrong. And the uh, the local uh, community, as far as all the bands and stuff that would come and donate their time and all mm-hmm. that stuff was, was great. Uh, a lot of them were my friends and, you know, it was great to have them come, come down there and play. Jake in, and Elwood. In my theater, yeah. Jake and Elwood. Jake and Elwood.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Well, yeah. is there any now that you've had you know four or five years any ins- you know thoughts to maybe rekindle that? No,
1: not really. <laughs> yeah, Greg, he wants more stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the last. He was thing. just thinking. I don't need. I need. I don't have enough stress in my life. No, I need some more. No, that's the last thing. <laughs> oh my <sighs> gosh,
0: are there any other uh, things coming up down the road besides? Uh, uh, yeah, I the mean, play we, coming up.
2: Yeah, but, Putnam uh, County Spelling Bee, of course, is coming up next, and then we do a little Shop of Horrors in October. Okay,
0: let's talk. Ooh, yeah, that's
2: going to be cool. That's yeah. going to be
0: more of a, I mean, there's a lot
2: going on with that, too, right? <laughs> there's it's, a lot of tech in that show, yeah, so yeah. I'll be really busy. Um, but is there
0: is there other activities going on around that as well, besides?
2: I believe there's a blood drive okay. that's going to be happening for that. I'm not exactly Ooh, how
1: cool! Sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not exactly sure on dates, you have to look at the website for that okay. uh, to, to make sure, but yeah, I know that they been working on that and doing a blood drive during that show so
0: and unfortunately you won't see me giving bud not because i don't want to but because uh i spent some time overseas in the 80s and uh i'm forbidden from giving bud for another 200 years
2: oh
1: wow interesting yeah.
0: <laughs> 200 years what 200 the heck? years yeah that's what it says
1: <laughs> oh goodness i i don't want to know what you have <laughs>
0: <laughs> And, uh, I don't have anything.
2: Ah, uh, <laughs> So then, after uh, after Little Shop, then we do uh, White Christmas in November. Uh, that, oh, that! Cool. I think
0: Andy would be wonderful in that.
1: <laughs> so that. I'm not an actor. I can't remember lines.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up our our uh, musical season. season. Okay. And um, uh, let's see. In August on the twelfth, we have uh, Marrakesh Express. They're a Cros- Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young uh, tribute band. Ooh, yeah, yeah, they are. That'll be fun. They are amazing. Wow, um, some good friends of mine, uh, and the harmonies in that band is just, just unreal.
1: Greg, remind me, we're going to that. You and I. Yeah, okay, okay.
2: Yeah, you guys. I'll hold you to that one. All right. I'll get you some good <laughs> seats. Okay. That'll be fun. Uh, on the 19th, we have Bonfire, their ACDC tribute band. Oh, there's a guy dressed <laughs> up in shorts and everything, too. And Yeah, they do a whole big thing. I heard they're bringing cannons and all kind of stuff. So cannons? A big... oh, yeah.
0: To the Memorial Opera? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, and you know how they're going to get there, Andy? By the highway to hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, it's if like... they need transportation, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, on the 26th, we have Roger McGuinn. He's the founder of the Birds. Really? Oh. Yeah. He is such a cool guy, man. I, I Second or third time I want to say that he's been there. And, and every time he's played, I find myself at the end of the night sitting in his uh, dressing room listening to about two hours of his stories. Wow. I mean, just am- That's cool. Just an amazing guy. You know, grew up with, uh, you know, all the like Petty and, you know, yeah. lived with all those guys and stuff. There's a uh, there's a documentary called Laurel Canyon that's all about music from the 60s and 70s and stuff like that. And he's like all over it. Um, oh. But it's a really cool documentary if you guys ever get a chance so, to see. it. You know, who
0: else was in The Birds? There was some famous people in there. Um, mm. A guitarist. Was it Jimmy Page? Was he in The Birds?
2: David Crosby. There you Crosby go, Crosby, Crosby was in, was in there, yeah. 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 And he was another one that was all over that uh, yeah. that same documentary. Okay, I guess cool. he lived up on the hill of, of Floral Canyon, and he was like the dad. Oh. You know, <laughs> all, all these musicians like lived wow. all over there, and they would like run in and out of everyone's house and hang yeah. out and jam. and. Wow. Yeah, Just a
1: really cool documentary. If you get a chance to check it yeah. out, you'll love it. Uh, I want to be in the room afterwards. Like you're talking here in these hour and a half stories. That, I mean, he's got to have some oh, great, yeah. interesting
2: stories. The, that the would be very, cool. The very first time he came, I was probably just like a little kid just sitting there.
1: Just <laughs> yeah. Grab some popcorn, just listen. <laughs> yeah. It was
2: so cool. Um, my wife's calling me, hey, the show's been over for a couple hours. Yeah, but I'm just <laughs> listening to Roger McQuinn. <laughs> Leave
0: me alone, woman. <laughs>
2: And, uh, and then as far as concerts go, we wrap up uh, on the 4th of uh, November with uh, Swingin' uh, Standards. Uh, midwest big band oh okay. uh, yeah. ooh, i would like that that'd be cool too yeah it's mary kay steele and jim Belanda. jim
0: Bolanda. <laughs> he, he does a a thing with another guy they they have a little act yeah. going on
2: yeah he's he's done uh a lot of stuff in this area for a long time he's mm-hmm. he's awesome and mary kay's a, a, an unbelievable singer but it's those two in like an 18-piece orchestra wow so it's really yeah it's a really yeah fun. he does
0: a lot of frank sinatra and
2: yeah and that's what they do in this
1: yeah. you know? oh and Aiden, my son is about that too. Oh man, yeah. you guys are hooking me up. Yeah. I'm getting excited. <laughs>
2: So yeah um, and then
1: so how's the sound in the Memorial Opera House for a concert does it sound good do the bands complain do they love it I
2: never had a complaint um, uh-huh. I, 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 I Who's had gonna
0: complain against a guy that's six foot eight <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, the bands always tell Not me, me the bands always tell me that the mix on that state is really really good that they can always hear everything really well um, that's awesome. You know, I'm not going to say I've never had anyone come up to me and say that it was either too loud or they couldn't hear this or that. Um, um, that That's going to happen. Uh-huh. You not necessarily can't please everybody. Um, if, if 10 people come up and tell me that, then maybe I got a problem. Yeah. But if, one, <laughs> if one person comes up there, I usually kind of fake grab a knob and, <laughs> oh, okay, I took care of it. <laughs>
1: I'm on
0: it. I'm on it. Oh, well on those boards there's like a million different buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: man. Oh, I don't away know any of my secrets.
1: People are gonna... yeah. yeah. Next time I come up to him I'm gonna say something he's just gonna move a slider yeah. and the slider's muted. I'll be like what the hell stretch. <laughs> 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 yeah, <too funny. laughs> Nicely done. Oh my god. Well
0: here are we uh, station identifier before we get done we got six minutes left here today. Um, wow. W, yeah, WVLP, 103.1 FM, Porter That's County cool. Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims, the other host, Andy Bozak. And uh, our show is sponsored by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, Checkwick Lodge, number 56 in downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. And uh, we've been, been laughing and hearing some awesome stories with uh, Stretch Miller, the oh behind-the-scenes guru from the Opera House technical director extraordinary oh Oh, that is your title a technical director yeah okay and technically (laughs) he not only directs things he builds things and tears them down and
1: yeah makes them sound good makes them look good shoot what does he do (laughs) so stretch how long have you been with memorial Opera House? how long have you been working for the county or involved
2: 11 years 11 that's awesome I just said 11 years in April yeah
1: Congratulations. Thank you. Thank wow. you, too. 11 years in,
0: in, in April, and Andy did not get you a birthday cake or a, an anniversary my cake. My birthday's <laughs> in April. I just turned 40, bro.
2: <laughs> my, my birthday's actually in April, too. Oh, my God. What day? Uh, 25th.
1: Okay, I'm the 19th, so oh, uh, real close, real close. There's a lot, of so people, I, a lot of people in April. It seems like it. Yeah, parents were busy nine months before that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what I want to say... Um, Because I know, like, up here in the Northern County, it's being talked about more, but Memorial Opera House is kind of, before I got involved in the council, I was kind of surprised. I didn't know we did this. And when I went and saw a show with my family, and I've seen a few shows now, it's amazing. Oh, if you, you haven't had an opportunity to go see what you guys are producing, and I, I'm going to throw a shout out to you to stretch your whole crew, um, you know Scott McDonald who will be lo- lo- losing soon, which is going to hurt, um, you know. But yeah. I, I know you guys will kick butt without him, and and uh, you guys have done an amazing job. So thank you. And thank so you. if you're from North County and you don't know about it, go see a show. You will <laughs> love it. Uh,
2: thank you. Hey, one one real quick thing I want to promote here too is September 16th. Yeah. Uh, the month of September is suicide awareness month yeah and on uh, September 16th we're doing a a benefit that is going to um, uh, raise money for uh, a a fund that is going to be uh, providing money to a local um, um, program or something that has to do with suicide awareness or suicide prevention Uh, Mm -hmm. we're having a comedy show and pat Tomasulo and mike toomey
0: mike toomey from
2: from a certain uh morning show uh new show are going to come in and do a a nice comedy show for us that night and uh oh cool all the the ticket uh sales (laughs) are being donated to uh the se miller uh suicide prevention fund
0: well and and mike toomey he when i used to i used to be a an MC at the comedy club Wisecrackers in Maryville at the, at the Radisson.
2: Yeah, I've worked and with Mike a few times. Yeah, he's Mike's coming. It's
0: pretty good. Yeah. And
2: actually, Pat's, they've both been at the theater before. They were there one of my first years working for the theater. They came in for another benefit show somewhere and, uh, okay. and, and, and did a show for us too. Oh, so, well, cool. You know, real nice guys.
0: Well, I think our uh, suicide prevention task force can also. Uh, help out with it as well for whatever so you guys need. We're looking
2: for sponsors too. Anybody wants to help out with it. Andy know, Bozek. Can always get a hold of us. And, uh... Andy Bozek. I,
1: you guys broke up, when I heard you're doing some amazing things at the Memorial Opera House. <laughs> 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 no, but I would love to attend and and, and you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's going
2: to be a great night of comedy. Those those guys are hilarious. So if, if nothing else, come out and see a see a good show. And like I said, all, all ticket sales are being uh, graciously donated to yeah. uh, to that fund, and, and that's that's all great.
0: That's cool. Yeah. And again, it's called Laugh for Life on September sixteenth. Is it a Friday, Saturday? It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So go out, grab some dinner, and and come have some fun, and
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And hope Memorial you, hope Opera House. Out. Does serve uh, alcohol, correct? So they we can do. also have some drinks at the memorial approach. That is
2: correct. We have a right. full something to look full, forward uh,
1: to if you like that. Upstairs,
2: <laughs> upstairs, and down. There's a there's a lounge um, on both floors. Oh, well,
1: that's
0: good. Well, we've got about very
1: professional organization.
0: We got about a minute and a half left here, so. Stretches or anything else you want to shout out to anybody or sing?
2: Uh, no, about? I don't think so, now, <laughs> No, you don't want to hear me sing. <laughs> no, thanks for having me down. I really, uh, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I, I love working at the Memorial Opera House, so I I'd like to talk about it. And, yeah. yeah. So.
0: Well, we learned some awesome things, and uh, and Andy finally has been on, so he can learn some awesome things.
1: and i still got a thousand questions for Stretch and i could ask so again we'll probably have to have him back on it if he's gracious enough to come back on (laughs) of course anytime yeah Yeah, shoot me an email all
0: right (laughs) (laughs) well this has been uh wvlp 103.1 fm porter county buzz and uh one of your hosts greg sims they're the host andy bozek and again uh we had stretch miller from the memorial opera house and talking about a lot of cool things and uh Hopefully, you We got to say one more
1: thing. Happy 4th of July because this show's airing on Happy <laughs> Birthday, America. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Happy of July.
0: And, uh, yeah, what I, I ran into a person from Britain the other day and I said, what do you call it? And I think they called it, uh, Rebellion Day or something. And I'm like, oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> <geez. laughs> yeah. Oh, <my. laughs> but we, we like Independence Day, so we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll stick to that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, you guys take care and we'll see you next week.
1: Thank you. Have a great week. Okay. Bye. Bye.